Welcome to the Musician's Venture Podcast. This is a podcast focused on lessons learned from musicians' backstories, as well as from building successful careers in the music business. My name is Nick O'Brien, and I'll be interviewing artists and industry experts and offering insights based on events that Wisconsin Music Ventures has produced. On occasion, I'll be joined by Allison M., the founder of Wisconsin Music Ventures, as she and I will dive into topics relevant to the music industry. So let's get down to business. Hey everyone, it's Allison. I'm here today doing a quick solo show about an issue that's been uh, very timely for us lately that also really ties into what special month it is right now for us in March. It is Women's History Month. Um, but with that being the case, um, you know, we've been having some issues in our Milwaukee area recently um, with some real, I don't know, you know, safety issues for females in music and um, while this is a, a topic that can be very broad-based and uh, safety is absolutely a concern for anyone who is out there doing anything in the public eye, um, whether it be male, female, non-binary, whether it be, um, you know, have women having issues with men who are causing problems or vice versa, or uh, sometimes sometimes it's women who are causing the problems for for women. And, and, you know, I've seen and heard about that for sure as well. But what we are particularly having issues with um, more recently is definitely um, the, you know, men causing problems, generally starting with harassment, sometimes um, getting worse than that uh, in cases where there have been, um, you know, more legal actions necessary and um, taken and awarded by the, our, our justice system here. Um you know, that that is just what I'm I'm looking at and thinking of here. But um, so, you know, as I'm discussing these things um, and, and what it means to be safe and and some suggestions on how to be safe and proactive as someone who is out there in the public eye doing events uh, and performing, um, please know that this, of course, can be meant for anyone um, in any profession, in any type of work. Um, however, like I said, this is uh, really something that has come to light, particularly for females in the music industry in the Milwaukee area recently. Um, how, but I, I have been um, discussing this topic with other friends in other parts of the country with uh, you know who are associated with different music businesses of their own. So this is definitely a pervasive issue. Um, safety for women, particularly doing events, um, performing out in the public at places where you want people to attend, attend these shows. So you're getting the information out there. You're getting the time, the date, the location. Um, you, you want everyone to know where you're at, um, but that leaves you exposed to who knows, you know, who's going to show up and, and be there and, um, buy your stuff, have access to, I don't know, some, some extra things that you, you might not realize you, you have given access to someone. Um, you know, the, and then also just by putting your out there, yourself out there in public, a lot of these scenes are, you know, uh, in places where of course there's, um, general, you know, alcohol, 
you know, consumption, occasionally drugs and other things. So you just never know what, what you might be walking into. And um, so just being a little bit proactive, um, you know, it, it what's it going to hurt? <laughs> At, in this day and age, of course, we are, we are post hashing Me Too. Um, I think it is more than expected and more than appropriate to be um, ready and um, and again, proactive for uh, what may or may not happen. And if it doesn't happen, great. Um, if it doesn't happen, it's that's what we want. We all want to just come away from an event having no issues, having had a great time. However, I feel like I'm saying that word a lot here. <laughs> but however, yes, they, there have been far too many cases where um, people do not just come away from events just having a good time. I wish that that was the case. So uh, again, our, our issues more uh, with, with men harassing women, again, it, it's definitely not always limited to that. But what I'd like to talk about is just some suggestions that we have um, talked about amongst ourselves with other musicians involved with Wisconsin Music Ventures, as well as friends who've come across some of these um, these situations recently. The number one thing that I heard recently from someone that I didn't have a chance to uh, publicize to those musicians with Wisconsin Music Ventures yet, but the number one thing that you can do um, as far as safeguarding yourself um, that is super easy, um, super, I mean, just very basic is um, is when you're texting, when you're online, when you're on social media with people and they're sending messages that are inappropriate, which is often the first step to something more. Um, it's, I mean, screenshot everything because what I'm hearing from a lot of people is that the, those, those uh, the people causing issues, uh, the perpetrators, that's the word I was looking for, are they are often deleting messages as soon as they know they have been read, they have been sent. Um, maybe they realize, oh, you know, the next morning, oh, you know, I just, I was imbibing a little bit too much that night. Maybe I shouldn't have sent that. Um, you know, so, but, but hey, the damage has been done. And they said what they said. And it's regardless of what happened, they should not have done that. Um, screenshot everything you can because it may disappear um, next time that you go back to um, to your phone, although diff more difficult to happen on the phone. Although, uh, you know, the iPhone does now have the disappearing messages for later versions of um, of the iOS system. So, you know, it just, just that's a really simple thing. Um, other things that we talked about, um, I'll start with like some, some things you can do on social media or an email, electronic communications, we'll put it that way. Um, you know, don't feel obligated to respond to everyone. Um, and when you are out there um, doing things in the public eye, you'll often get messages from anyone and everyone who, um, because you are accessible easily that way, because often you want to be for certain types of people, especially those who are booking shows, uh, you are then also 
susceptible to getting contacted by people you don't want to hear from. So just remember, you can always just ignore everything. And I really recommend that. Um, also, block people immediately if you feel any sense of discomfort. If your gut is telling you that you are uncomfortable with a particular person, just block them for your own peace of mind, for your own safety, for, uh, yeah, male, female, non-binary, whatever. You know, it's it, it can be... You just don't want that that feeling that um, you're just not sure what's going to happen. You're not sure who's going to do what or say what, uh, who's going to ruin something that is something great that you've been working hard to build. Um, so just err on the side of caution. And it's so much easier to unblock someone if you find out that they are actually a decent human being then to go back and reverse any real serious damages that have happened because you have not blocked somebody. So that's one thing. Um, you know, also, I really recommend that people email for their business communications over texting or social media. Um, email over social media because, I mean, primarily it's, it's just looked at as more professional um, more professional than texting too. Um, but also social media, a lot of the people that we're having trouble with in this area are using social media because those platforms allow you to see when people have read messages. So it's a lot more stalker friendly, uh, to be quite blatantly obvious here, um, about, uh, about that approach. So, um, it can be a good feature to know when people have read your messages. It can be nice, but it can also be a very undesirable thing. Um, if you just kind of let people know, you, you don't even have to have to let people know. Just shift to doing everything in the email and people will get the hint when you stop responding on social media. Or stop responding to particular things on social media. Maybe you only respond to a, a select group of people, very close friends, um, personal friends and family, not anything business related. Uh, you know, draw your boundaries where you may, um, but you don't have to do everything um, on social media. And I, I would recommend that you don't because it's, it's just going to be a little bit safer that way. Um, I would also recommend not giving out your phone number unless you absolutely have to. Um, and if you have to, um, consider also using a Google voice line. I believe anyone can have, uh, if you have a, a Google email address, you can get a Google voice line, I think, for free. Um, might be a small charge now. I, I haven't looked into it for a while. But uh, we have for our own business line, a Google voice line, and we've been using it since I started Wisconsin Music Ventures. And I feel so much better using that phone number than my personal cell phone number um, when it's on business cards and public information and things like that. Um, it still ultimately goes to me. Uh, I can check it in my email and I can, you know, I can do whatever I need to do business-wise, but it... Um, it just gives me that peace of mind that people don't have my direct phone number, my my cell phone number. 
And when people don't have your cell phone number, they cannot also find you on other platforms, such as what other social media you might be on. They cannot find you on, I think, on some certain messaging apps, um, like Voxer, Marco Polo. I don't know if you've ever used any of those, but um, I think those might be also considered in some places social media. But once you have someone's cell phone number, you can find out where they are in a lot of different places. And then it's just more ground for that stalking mentality. Very, very unsettling. So again, using a Google voice line that um, is not tied to any of your other accounts can be really, really handy. Um, On social media, again, just looking up people on their social accounts before you interact with them, um, super handy. I mean, it's out there. The technology is available. The the immediate background check option is available. And, and do some digging. Go back far if you need to. Um, see who you have as mutual friends and talk to them about things. I've done this with um, musicians we were about to work with. Um, we have a really wonderful community concept happening with Wisconsin Music Ventures. And... Um, Certain musicians are going to be better for that scenario than others. And if a musician is just not the right vibe or, um, you know, it, it's really important that we not have um, anyone with like super egos involved with what we have going on. Um, you know, so I really spend a lot of time getting to know everyone who gets involved with us because we don't want any problems within our community of musicians. And so I will ask around. And um, more often than not, I will find out that, oh yeah, this person's no problem. He's definitely a really good person. Or she's, oh yeah, she's amazing. You should absolutely like talk with her and get her involved. Um, But every now and then, that's not the answer. Um, Or I'll need to ask a couple people and and see um, what the response is, the average response. And Um, go to some shows and really get a better vibe for the person in person. Um, It's really important to me that we keep our community um, protected and and that those who represent it are um, good ambassadors for what we do. And um, yeah, yeah. So I will do, you know, more or less background checks in a very informal way just by seeing who knows who on social media. Um, Although I don't have my own accounts anymore, and that's a separate thing that's kind of related to this, uh, you can still see um, in in public platforms um, and and, in the public profiles of a lot of people who knows who, and you can see who's commenting on their their pages and things like that. And so, yes, it's still easy enough to ask around. for, for women more particularly, um, you know, as I said, you're on the side of blocking people, but also block people. I mean, it, it doesn't do, it doesn't cost anything to block someone on your phone, right? Um, again, you're going to save yourself so much headache if you just block them immediately. And again, if you find out later that you blocked them for the wrong reason or they turned out to be a good person. 
it's okay. Um, most people are very understanding of those things right now. Um, if they're not understanding of that, there may be something more going on there. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. Be, be proactive. Um, I really think that um, something I've had to work on myself, and I am still absolutely not perfect at this, but I really learned so much about the word no <laughs> um, over time. And I mean, we as, as females have this innate ability to say, oh, you know, I, I don't think that's really for me instead of no. Or, you know, maybe why don't you check back after a while instead of no. Or um, no thanks, but I appreciate it instead of no. Even though that last one is still a no, it just gives whoever's asking that impression that there's still room for possibility. And if you don't want that room for possibility, like people who are causing these issues for us in the area, they are grasping at any straws they can right now to show and to prove that, oh, this person said that I should come by, or this person said she wanted to talk with me, or this person said um, that we should work together maybe later next month or something, because they are interpreting our no's however they want, however in their twisted minds they, they can. So a no needs to be a no, a very firm no, not just a no, thank you though. Um, that is not going to uh, send the message that you want. Be firm with your nose, especially when you absolutely mean that. Um, I've heard the term congruent um, as far as setting boundaries with people. Make sure that your words and your mind are congruent with each other. Maybe you could also incorporate your gut. <laughs> When you are responding to someone with a no, make sure the words that are coming out of your mouth match up with what your gut and what your head are telling you. If they are not, something is not going to go right there. Um, odds are you're going to have to come back and deal with that situation again soon. And because you are not, um, you know, saying things exactly how you felt so, so let's, let's keep working on that. Um, for women on site at events, make sure that you have someone with you or have someone there that you trust that is kind of watching out for you. Could be the bartender, the venue management, um, could be a friend who is going to the show. If you know for sure someone's coming to that show, ask them if they can come by a little bit early or stay a little bit late to walk you out. Um, they can help you pack up as well. Um, we've had issues. Um, most of the people that work with me at Wisconsin Music Ventures are women. And, um, and we always stick around for the shows, help pack up. Uh, it's really important to me that we do that to help the musicians working with us. However, there's that however again. Um, we often, as a result, are walking around by ourselves um, late at night sometimes. It's, uh, you know, we've had some shifty encounters. I personally carry pepper spray. I have for a long, long time. It's about $10 at most sporting goods stores. You have to buy it in person at the stores. Um, but, uh, hey, it's, it's done more good for me as far as peace of mind than 
anything. Um, and, uh, yeah. And, and I will keep my hand on it in certain situations. Um, be on the ready with it, but it is, uh, it's so simple, so easy to use. You can, you can practice using it in your backyard on the cement or something. Um, it expires after a few years, but Hey, you know, it's, oh, totally worth it. Totally worth it to have the pepper spray on you. Um, but also, I mean, we've, we've had to ask venues to ask to, to have their staff walk us out because of different situations with typically men who have been causing us problems. Um, it, it's, it just is what it is. Um, and I'm not saying these things to try and scare people. It is just the reality of what we do. Um, every person in the music industry is going to come across problem people in one way, shape, or form. Men often have, you know, they're super fangirls, and um, and I've seen all sorts of different types of super fans, and um, you know, sometimes they're problematic, sometimes they aren't. Um, there's, there's, you know, yeah, I've seen some real special <laughs> people at some of these shows for for different musicians. I'll just leave it at that. But for women, the people that end up being real special for the women end up being real special in usually a very unsafe way. Um, and so we just have to react differently. Um, but it is still very um, simple, very easy to do this. Uh, and as I've talked about this with the people that work with me at Wisconsin Music Ventures, we've, you know, we found in talking with the venues to have them walk us out, um, to have them walk the musicians out. The venues don't want any problems on their premises either. So it is best, it is in their best interest to, to involve them in the um, walking out as well, to, to have them, to have everyone on site later at night, just stay around each other, keep an eye on each other, working together. So everyone just wants to have a good experience. No one wants anything bad to happen. So, uh, you know, just talk with people. Uh, it's not going to come off weak if you are asking for someone to, to watch you as you leave. Um, someone you trust to watch you as you leave. Um, so, you know, just it, be proactive. Word of the day. All right. Um, I think those are the big things that I really have to, to say to cover right now. Um, you know, I, again, I personally, I've stopped using social media myself and I don't intend to go back on it myself for, oh, who knows how long. Um, I've had a lot of trouble with it. Um, that is a big reason I'm not on it. Um, and I have seen, oh, you know, Oh my gosh. I, I was telling some friends recently that for a while I, uh, I used to get a lot of messages, a lot of very shifty messages. And I, I was actually screenshotting them and, uh, saving them. And for a while I thought it was hilarious. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to write a song about just the creepy things that get sent to me. And, um, just so that it can be an artful way of expressing to people, uh, what actually happens uh, to women in, in the music world. 
and uh, and what what takes place. But then at at a certain point, things just got creepier and creepier. And um, the incidents that would happen, and you know, people would see me promoting events and then show up at them. Or sometimes there would be other people following up. I've gotten letters sent to me from jail cells um, after it's it's crazy. Like. Um, and I'm, I'm so thankful we have a, a great office to work out of, right? You know, I don't, I'm not using my home address for anything. Um, I, yeah, it's uh, what, what we as women have to deal with, I'm quite certain is different than what men have to deal with. Um, and I also open this conversation up for those in the LGBTQ plus community. I know that what they have to deal with is not anything that similar to what we have to deal with as well. So um, I, I recognize that and I, um, you know, that's a different set of circumstances. Um, but for today, for right now, for this topic, um, this is what I wanted to discuss from my own perspective. Um, we, we just want to enjoy being musicians. We want to enjoy putting great music, great songwriting out into the world. Um, we want to enjoy our community, our, our fellow musicians, and our, our audience members, our friends, our family. Um, we want our, our fans to, uh, we want everyone to have a heartwarming experience with no trouble. And that's what this is really all about. We just, we want to be heard. We want, um, we want to feel joy from this. We wouldn't be doing this if we didn't love what we do. Um, so, you know, I just hope that we can continue to keep our eyes out for each other and, um, just, you know, continue to, um, give each other tips on how to be more and more proactive, uh, moving forward as musicians or people working in this business. Thanks for listening today. Thanks for listening to the Musicians Venture Podcast. Please leave ratings and reviews from wherever you're listening from. Check us out online at themusiciansventure.com for more information on what we have happening, to find past episodes, and ways to get in touch with us. Find us on social media at The Musicians Venture on Facebook and Instagram, and at Musician Venture on Twitter. Like and follow us on all those platforms, and hey, while you're there, engage with and share our content with your friends. The Musician's Venture Podcast is hosted by me, Nick O'Brien, with guest host appearances from Allison M. The podcast is produced by Shannon Coulard, with theme music by Mike Neumeyer. Thanks again for listening. <laughs>